When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you folks know, of course, that every morning when I'm done at 10 o'clock, I hand it off, hand off the football like Jones to Barkley to one of the great TV radio hosts in the business today, whether it's Fox and Friends every morning on Fox News. His own great show gets big ratings, One Nation, Fox News, 8 p.m. Saturday nights, or right here, like I said, just after me, 10 a.m. every weekday morning on 77 WABC. It's my man, Brian Kilmeade. Brian, happy Friday, buddy. How are you? Uh, good. You know, uh, pumped up. I've, I feel like spring is here. I feel like New York has got the best sports teams we've had in a long time since Patrick Ewing was around. And uh, Mark Messier was playing hockey full time, wearing a helmet for for the Rangers. I just feel it. To, and look at how well the, the Mets are playing. The Yankees are playing. I mean, the feeling of optimism in the air. Uh, the only thing also what is up is crime. But besides that, <laughs> uh, it's... It's it, it makes you it keeps you on your toes. No, you're right. Crime is up, and Aaron Rodgers is still not a New York Jet. But I do have one complaint. You did mention Mark Messier wearing the helmet, but I listen to your show every day. I love your show. And yes, the Mets beat the Giants last night. They scored nine runs. The Yankees beat the Angels. They scored nine runs. And the Knickerbockers will host Cleveland tonight. But I feel like you don't give the Rangers enough time. The Rangers go to New Jersey. They outscore the Devils ten to two in the first two games. To me, they're the closest team to winning a championship. Now they return to the Garden for Game 3 coming up tomorrow night. The Rangers, to me right now, are the biggest sports story in this city. I don't think so. I think it's well, you, you going to compare. You're going to you're going to compare game 13 of the Major League Baseball regular season to a team up 2-0 no. in the playoffs? Knicks. No, Knicks uh, I mean, Knicks. I, not. I, Knicks mean, can't I, I think win. the Knicks, well, I mean, yeah, the Rangers have a better chance of winning it all, but right now, I think the buzz is more about the Knicks and the Rangers. Yeah, I don't. I disagree. But then, look, I'm a bigger hockey fan than a basketball fan. I go to plenty well, of Knicks we'll games. Well, talk about this, Sid. Here's yeah. something you can relate to because you're a big celebrity. You're an actor, yeah. number one personality in New York. <laughs> yeah. Does it bother you that the average everyday person who might be might have some money has to pay twenty thousand dollars for a good seat, but celebrities get free seats? And they're able to sit wherever they want, but you know they can afford it. They'll have their butler write a check and give it to their accountant to deliver it to Madison Square Garden. Does it bother you that celebrities are treated so much better, celebrities like yourself, than the average people listening to us right now? Oh, God, no. Are you kidding me? Like, like, I, I boast about this all the time between Dr. Mark Siegel on your network, Bill O'Reilly, my dear friend Corey Zelnick. I haven't paid for a Nick ticket in years. Got to be five or six years. And by the way, Do I'm you sitting offer? right there. I'm sitting right like, there. Listen, with- Dr. Siegel, when Dr. Siegel asked you to go, he's waiting for you to go, yeah, how much are the seats? You don't say how much are the seats? Of course not. They're free. Really? <laughs> swear to God. Are you kidding? I swear. And I'm sitting right there with Chris Rock and, you know, Liv Schreiber and, uh, you know, Spike Lee. No, on a serious note, it is unfortunate. You'd like the, the everyday folk 
to be able to afford yeah. it and go. And it is a, it is really ridiculous. I mean, look, baseball, thank God, is still relatively affordable. Football is rough, but it's only eight games a year. But the winter sports are really, really rough. But, yeah, the Knicks, uh, they're in a game three tonight, tied 1-1. The Rangers in a game three tomorrow, coming home up two games to nothing. Madison Square Garden, very exciting right now. But let's get to the major political stories. I guess we'll start with this one, Brian. I did see your interview yesterday. It was excellent with Jonathan Turley about this IRS whistleblower. Yeah. What's going on here yeah. with Hunter Biden? I've talked about this for years, whether it's been Miranda Devine, uh, Bobolinsky, or the latest guy, McCormick, whistleblower stories for years, zero repercussions for Hunter Biden. What makes me think this time it'll be a different story? Well, I mean, you know what it's, it's, it's like seeing? It says uh, the last 15 minutes of, uh, of a murder mystery. You know, no, no one got killed. But now we're seeing what happened in 2020. And this is what Trump should have done. He never should be talking about uh, things he couldn't prove. But if he wanted to say, wait a second, you know, we're in a, I'm in a neck and neck race with uh, President Biden, despite all the controversy and all the challenges of the pandemic. And out comes this story about Hunter Biden un, uh, unfolding about all the Biden, uh, Biden families, uh, wild, illicit deals with other countries that could compromise a potential foreign policy. And out comes 51 intel agents who say, don't believe anything on that laptop. It's Russian disinformation. And next thing you know, the debate happens two days later and Biden lies to everybody's face and says 51 intel agents and says it's Russian disinformation, knowing it was his son's laptop. That's our president lying to our face. Now we know what happened. Mike Morrell got a call from future Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and said, Mike, you know, you're going to have a big role with this administration. So round up 51 intel agencies. This is not true, this laptop, and just prove it's not true. This is Russian stuff. Now, Morell's a CIA guy. He knows. He's got to prove this. He's not going to take Anthony Blinken's word. He's got no intelligence background. But some Mike Morell says a couple days ago to Jim Jordan under oath, so I did it. I called Leon Panetta and all Michael Hayden and all these others and said, sign this paper. Most of them are admitting they never even looked at the laptop information, even though they had security clearance. They put their name on it. Biden's able to use that. And it's 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 uh, thwarts this big push to find out what the Biden administration would actually look like, knowing his conflict of interest on his foreign policy and everything else. But now we're finding out what took place in 2020. And this looks damning. I mean, people say, well, a crackhead who loves porn. Well, you know, the Billy Carter story of this generation, what's a big deal? The bigger story is that was the front man for the international deals for the dad who's the president of the United States. And now I see NBC and CBS covering it, Sid. Not just me and you. So... Two days ago was my 56th birthday, and I was yelling and screaming, I better get a text from my buddy, Mayor Eric Adams. That text did come. It came yesterday, a day late. But nevertheless, uh, I thought he would not text me because I have spent, Brian, the better part of the last three weeks being very, very critical on this show about the mayor. And being I do get a 7.7, I'm sure he's heard about it. Um, and I, just, I didn't like what he said uh, on Tuesday. There's Jim Jordan with my dear friend, Jennifer Harrison a close personal friend, and Madeline Brames and others. And I just thought that uh, him calling it a Trump donation stunt and all that was was a bit much. I know he's a Democrat, but I keep expecting uh, Eric Adams to be better than that. But, but another good interview yesterday on your show, Elizabeth Gomes, 
And, of course, uh, she uh, was nearly killed yeah. in a crime here in New York. And she's all over AOC for getting all over Eric Adams because, in this case, the mayor did the right thing and gave the cops a raise. Not nearly enough. We'd agree. But at least he gave the cops a raise. How about Gomes all over AOC yesterday? Yeah, she lost an eye. Here she is going to the JFK, going to the airport, and caught on camera. If you guys haven't seen this, you see this woman just, all of a sudden this guy's eyeing her, and as she gets off, she gets beaten. She starts getting away from him, and then she uh, gets taken, grabbed by him, and thrown into a wall, face first. And while she's barely conscious, a guy comes running out. When the, when the assailant looks at the guy, the guy, like a wuss, runs away. No cops anywhere. They're upstairs. And this seven-time felon gets away with it, goes upstairs. They finally able to identify the guy, and cops eventually grab him. But it's not since she can't ride the subway. She's been shaken up. She can't work. She can't see out of the eye. The eye is slowly, get this, I don't want to freak people out, but slowly deflating. And she came on, and she ripped AOC, said, you're upset about a pay raise to $55,000 in a city that taxes you through the nose? He says, "You when you're in trouble, you can't call a teacher or a lifeguard. You need a cop. There were no cops around because we don't have enough. And AOC coming out t- telling The Daily Show that it's okay to give to, to a militarized section of the city when everyone else has got to tighten their belts. They're not militarized. It is public safety. What is wrong with her? So the Republican, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> so the Republicans, Brian, you would have thought would have learned their lesson back in the midterms in 2022. No one can convince me that abortion was not a major issue in what turned out to be a very disappointing day, right? All the big gubernatorial races, and we didn't take back the Senate, barely won the House, and abortion was a big deal. So in the last week alone, you've got Ron DeSantis down in Florida with an abortion ban, which, by the way, has cost uh, him money because some of these donors now say he's no longer electable. And now Mike Pence, he comes out yesterday, and he wants to basically take the abortion bill off off the shelf. Do these folks understand that they have no chance to win these elections if they don't at least soften up on that issue? I don't get it. I mean, number one, this is the conundrum they're in. Evangelicals are with Trump. But if Trump comes out against DeSantis and Pence for, you know, DeSantis says six weeks, they're illegal in Florida. All right. That's what the legislature said and he signed it. And if Pence says, I want zero, okay, evangelicals will say, okay. Trump comes out and says what Sid just said. Sid Rosenberg just said. Sid said, you got to be practical. And the evangelicals, excuse me, I voted for you. You delivered Roe v. Wade. You put those judges on the Supreme Court, and now you're backtracking off it? So I believe, in a way, Trump's in the toughest spot here. But Sid, you're talking sense in the general election, practical. And what you want to do is return it to the states to decide what works for them. Oklahoma's got a different set of values than New York. So respond. And I thought Senator Rubio had the best answer. He said, I'm pro-life, but Florida's not. So right now, 15 weeks is what Florida wants. I'm running for re-election. I'm going to leave it at 15 weeks. If people ask me, I want, I'm pro-life. I would have zero. But as a legislator, I represent the people. That would be my answer. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, and finally, Brian, you know, the uh, this topic keeps coming up. Males competing <laughs> with females in sports. In fact, I had Marlena Shava on earlier this morning. She talked about it. Michelle Tafoya talked about it quite a bit on your network yesterday. And you and I both have daughters. And I can tell you, Brian, that if some guy acting as if a female walked on the tennis court to play Ava, I don't know what I would do to that person. I'm being honest. I, I don't know if I get physical. I don't know. But it's absolutely ridiculous that the Democrats who claim they're the party of science are okay with with boys, and they are boys, playing against girls. Uh, I know the House passed it yesterday. That's not going to happen anymore. But do you think it goes through the Senate as well, or is this a battle we're not going to win? Well, I mean, did you see the retort? Hakeem Jeffries of New York, obviously, came out and said, you're bullying. Uh, We had James Clyburn come out and said, this is a non-issue. Why, you know, why, why be so condemning? It's just like when people came out against gay marriage. You know, the people against gay marriage, Barack Obama and Joe Biden, they were against gay marriage. Everything switched in between 2004 and 2008. I I thought we all realized that. I thought we weren't pretending anymore. So uh, American as a society, much more accepting. I think it's a good thing. We'll never accept this. Because it's not fair to women. Women, it's not fair to. And we had Donna Deverona on, and I did not know this. At 13 years old, this woman is swimming in the Olympics in 1960. And in 64, she's winning golds. And then she co-founded the Women's Sports Foundation, pioneered Title IX. And she came on and said, listen, this can't be allowed. I talked to Renee Richards. I don't know how many people remember that. But she actually was lived in Massapequa, was a woman, became a, excuse me, was a man, became a woman and competed. And she said, I made a mistake. I never should have done that. Caitlyn Jenner said, uh, there's no way men should be competing, trans women, trans men uh, should be competing against women. And then this is all logical. But Democrats say it's xenophobic it's and they say it's not fair it's bullying it shows a lack of tolerance i think logic is on our side here and i do believe that most people will understand that very shortly i think this issue we win but the fact that they're still trying to grasp and marginalize us and make people look like cavemen that are pushing back against it i'm telling you right now if any of these democrats who are against it had a trans man play soccer, lacrosse, any contact sport against their kid, they probably, if they were smart, they wouldn't let them take the field. Number two is, if they're trying to win an NCAA championship and the person that beats him is a man, you tell me that that's fair. Why is that fair to women? No, it's not fair, but of course, uh, that's how people are. It has to happen to them before they start to appreciate what it means to everybody else, which is nonsense. So tell us that great show, which got over a million viewers again last week on Saturday Night One Nation. Who's coming up tomorrow night, buddy? Uh, Jorge Masvidal. Remember, he came out and said, uh, (laughs) let's go, Brandon. Well, but actually, actually, first, before he did that, he he was uh, yelling and screaming because Trump was in the audience, the greatest president in the history of the United States. And then along with Trump, he started the Let's Go Brandon chant. So there is no bigger Trump guy outside of maybe Colby Covington than Masvidal. That's a great guest. 
Yeah, I think so. And he was also headlined the first card when we came back from the pandemic when the UFC said, screw this, no more distancing, no more masks. We're going to Jacksonville and we're going to sports his back. So forever grateful. And he also loves DeSantis. So he's going to come on with me and he's going to tackle not only these issues. Do you realize that 75% of today's youth could not qualify to go into the military even if they signed up right now? Do you know there's a, there's a rise in that uh, the gastro bat, uh, by bypass surgery for kids to bypass because they're so heavy uh, and they're so uh, uh, ill-nourished that they can't even get to school when they have so they're doing the surgery that Rex Rex Ryan went through Mm. so I'm going to have him tackle that as well as his trans issue I was talking to him last night Uh, Ron Johnson on the investigation do you realize Sid he was for he was further along on this than we are right now he had all this information but we lost the senate uh, the Republicans lost the Senate uh, because of the crazy Georgia election. So the whole investigation stopped and that's or else we would have been here two years ago. Uh, I'm also going to be uh, visited by Geraldo and Judge Janine on the panel. And we're going to have a lot of other surprises. Oh, I think oh, I'm going to yeah. lead with the lunacy of these investigations and Democrats coming out saying, what was wrong with Afghanistan? It's Trump's fault. What's wrong with the border? It's Trump's fault. And I think I'm going to have some fun with that. Unbelievable. They still blame Trump for everything. Anyway, the show is great coming up tomorrow night, 8 p.m. on Fox. And, of course, you do a great job after me on this radio station every weekday morning at 10. So go out and get them. Have a great Friday morning. Have a great weekend. We'll do this again next week, buddy. You're the best. Thank you so much, Brian. All right. Stay within yourself and uh, and go Knicks, go Rangers. <laughs> All right. There he is, folks. Brian Kilmeade follows me every morning right here on Talk Radio 77. WABC comes your way at 10 o'clock as we speak. He's on Fox and Friends on Fox News. And, of course, as you just heard, One Nation, 8 p.m. Saturday nights on Fox News. Still to come, we'll talk law with big-time attorney Arthur Idala and basketball with a great Sirius XM NBA host, Brian Geltzader. This, the Friday edition of Sid Rosenberg.